0: You're listening to the Bay Christian Family Church Podcast. Praise God. As you're seated, open your Bible at John chapter 21. John chapter 14. John chapter 5. They're all close together. You can get your fingers going. Amen. If you're using a page Bible. John chapter 21, verse 25, there are many other things that Jesus did, which if they were written one by one, I suppose that even the word itself could not contain the books that would be written. The world could not contain the books. Even the world itself could not contain the books. Jesus did so many miracles. John says, we're not even going to bother writing them down. And yet we see in the Bible many, 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 many many miracles that took place. Those were significant miracles. They were miracles that established certain points. But it's like you could have headings. Here's a miracle under this heading, but under there are many other things that happened. The point made is that Jesus didn't just move from miracle to miracle. He literally was walking in the miraculous. Walking in the supernatural. Everything that flowed out of him, flowed out of the supernatural. Now, the amazing thing about that is John chapter 14, where he tells us in verse 12, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works I do, you will do also. Okay, it says, I will do, he will do. But let me see, how many believe in Jesus? So that switches he to you. Bump your name So that's mean there. I believe in Him. The works that He did, I do also. And greater works than these He will do because I go to my Father. Is Jesus with the Father? So that means if all the works He did could not be contained in all the books of the world, that means the works coming out of you will not be contained in all the books you got to get a hold of this. Yeah. You see, some reason, there, there, there's a whole move that, you know, it's all God and it's all by His permission and God's sovereign and we're only going to wait on God. That is all true. God is sovereign. Everything's by His authority. But He delegated that. He put that authority in you. Yes. Jesus said, all. How much? All. How much authority all. was given to Him? You go, therefore. Yes. See, He immediately delegated it. And he said, all authority in heaven and on earth. Well, is Jesus on the earth anymore as a person, as a flesh human? No, he's seated at the right hand of the Father. But his spirit is in you, in the person of the Holy Spirit. And so you are now the body of Christ. We are the ones that are now walking in the earth. We are the ones how God has anointed with the anointing of the Holy Spirit and power to go about doing good and healing all who are sick and oppressed the devil. Why? Because God's with us. Say, that's me. Say, that's me. Have a look at John chapter 5, verse 1. After this, there was a feast of the Jews. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem. And now there is in Jerusalem by the Sheep Gate a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude. Everyone say a great multitude. Of what? Of who? Sick people, blind people, lame people, paralyzed people, waiting for the moving of the water. Can you imagine what that must have looked like? says there, a great multitude, not just a few people. This place was just like an ER unit. It was like everything you could imagine. And then an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. And whoever stepped in first after stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease they had. Now, a certain man was there. He had an infirmity how long? 38 years. Jesus saw him lying there and, knewing, uh, knewing <laughs> and knew that he already had been in that condition a long time. He said to him, do you want to be made well? It's amazing how often Jesus did that. Blind man standing in front of him. What do you want? See, Jesus is ready to respond. I just don't understand why God hasn't done anything yet. Have you let him know? Have you asked? Have you made it known? Because Jesus, I mean, he could, the moment the blind man said that I may see, he said, let it be done. Another man in a similar account, Uh, do you believe I'm able to do this? He's asking them, Jesus, Jesus, can you do this for me? Do you believe? See, it's all very well saying, please do this, but do you believe if I speak now, it's going to happen? See, we need to clarify that in our thinking. It's like I've seen many times, and I shared it with you tonight, when I lay hands on people, sometimes I put my hand on that person and I can sense the anointing is just, it's like the cup is sealed. The anointing, the healing, the, the oil is flowing, but I can sense there's blowback. You, you understand what I'm saying? You release and this, that person's not opening up. And they're there because they want what's available. But do you believe that's going to happen? I've had people come to me and say, Pastor Alan, you said this and I tried that and it didn't work. Hang on. God's word never fails. Am I speaking to the Bay Christian Family Church tonight? I said God's word never fails. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Then why are we asking why? Or how come? Or why not? Because if we understand that the supernatural flows for those who desire it, to see it, and fully believe all things are possible. I'm more surprised when something doesn't work than when, uh, you know, if if it doesn't work, why is it not happening? Um, It's not a case of why is it not happening. It's like, let me do this again, because I I fully expect it to happen. I'm not going to stand back, and if it doesn't, like I've shared with you many times before, Sometimes there have been times when I've stood in faith what I thought was the right way to do it for a long time, and it's not happening. I don't go to God or my past and say, have you taught it correctly? Is it right? Maybe it's, maybe you never know what God's going to do. No, I went to God and said, God, you never wrong. You yeah, it is. Yeah, it is written. So I'm missing it somewhere. The day we take that responsibility, and I know it's not popular to teach this. I've heard even teachers that I know. Walk in faith. We'll say, how can we put that kind of responsibility on people? It's not always their fault. True, the attack of the enemy is not your fault. It's not your fault. But if something fails, it is not on the side of God. No one will ever talk me out of that. Well, it's just the sovereignty of God. Then he shouldn't have said it. He shouldn't have said, whoever calls on me will be saved. He shouldn't have said, if you lay hands on the sick, they will recover. He should not have said, if you sow your seed, you will receive 30 fold, 60 fold, 100 fold in this lifetime. If he didn't mean that, he shouldn't have said it. If he meant everybody except this group of people, then he should have qualified that so I can teach it accurately. Because I'm going to teach what he said. You've heard me say it. I said, Jesus, if if you didn't want me to say it, don't put it in the book. You put it in the book, I'm going to say it. And if you stand in front of you one day and say, why did you teach that? I said, you said." Everything I say, I'll say, you said it. But I didn't mean that. Then tell me. How can you hold that against me? If you're qualifying the result, then qualify it sufficiently so I can teach it correctly. I don't want to teach a bunch of things and find out it was actually the secret that he was keeping from everyone. God's not that kind of person. He's not holding back anything from you. Even the very mysteries of God are contained For you. It's to keep it from the enemy. Had the prince of this world known he would not have crucified Jesus. That had to be hidden in a mystery. But when the time was right, the mystery was revealed. When you need something, you call on that. And he says, yes, his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. But he's given us the Holy Spirit to reveal them to us. And so when I choose to believe, it's because he said it. You've got to qualify that, family. Qualify it forever. That if something's not working in my life, I take responsibility. I go before him and say, Lord, show me. Where am I missing it? Where am I missing it? You're never wrong. And he'll show it to you. What do you want? Do you believe? Do you believe? Well, Jesus, you know. No, do you believe? I want to hear it from you. The moment said, I believe according to your faith. According to your faith. Go ahead, it's done. How am you ready to believe? Notice he says, yeah. Do you want to be made well? That's my question to you today. Do you want to be made well? Do you want to be made whole? Do you want to be made prosperous? Do you want to have a sound mind? Do you want a great marriage? Do you want successful children? Do you want a life? Do you want a business that is prospering for the kingdom of God? Do you want it? And the sick man answered him, Sir... I've no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I'm coming, another steps down before me. How often has that happened? When something happens, you're like, I'm yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. And then something happens to someone Like, God? I've been going at this for a long time and they only just gave their life to Jesus. They're really... Come on, how you come on? Am I the only one that's there? Like I'm serving, I'm here, I'm doing, and I'm worshiping, I'm praising God. Next moment, boom! Janine and I were believing to to fall pregnant the first time. We did all the scriptures, we prayed all the praying. Next moment, another friend falls pregnant. Another friend falls pregnant. Even people that weren't married fell pregnant. Like (laughs) Lord, they're not even legal. Come on, it's so easy to say. But another man, someone else is getting. Uh, People are moving too fast. Uh, 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 Come on. You're working at work and you're there early and you're working through lunch and you're in the face of boss and then he promotes the guy next to you. See, it's very easy to start blaming other people. I don't know why God keeps bypassing me. I don't have a man. Did I did I touch a nerve? And Jesus said to him, Rise. Take up your bed. And walk. You don't need a man. You've got everything you need inside of you. He didn't say, I'm your man, I'm ya now. No, he didn't even lay hands on him, did he? Did he even command him to be healed? Did he? Did he say, Do you believe? Did he say that? Did he even ask him what he wants? No, he just said, Do you want this? Are you willing to take this? What is it that you're looking for? What is it you're looking for? Name it. Now, get up and walk into it. Just pick up that bed. And walk. Notice, rise, take up your bed. What's he saying? That thing that you think is holding you back, that thing that you think is holding you on the ground, that thing that you think is your forever, that thing that has been there all your life, take that very same thing and pick it up and start walking. In other words, what you think is holding you back, use that as to propel you and just get up and begin to walk. In what God has for you. Without a word of healing. Without laying hands on him. He said, it's in you already. I see it's in you. And you sitting here thinking you need another man. You sit here thinking no one's bypassing you. Everyone else is getting it before you. How many years are you going to still sit here? You've been here 38 years. You're going to sit here another 38? Get up and start walking. And watch this. Immediately, the man was made well. Took up his bed and he walked. And I love this. And on the Sabbath. It's just another Jesus moment, man. How I many you were here for the, to the message on the Sabbath? You won't yet get that you'll get a hold of what we talking about. Jesus wanted to show that rest. You don't need another man. You have everything you need right there inside of you. If my boss just could see me, God does. He sees you every day. And he may want to use your boss to work through you. But if that boss digs in long enough, but you keep trusting God and you get up and start walking, he'll bypass that boss. Just like that. God will just skyrocket you and propel you from the prison straight into the palace. Everybody else, can you imagine... All those other counselors and wise men in Pharaoh's courts, some of them started in university in Egypt and studied and what does the Pharaoh need? What does the Pharaoh want? Worked their way up, went from corporal to sergeant to, uh, and and they worked their way up till eventually now they're chief in charge, now they're general and they're getting ready, I'm the next man. And this guy brought out of prison, straight from prison, just cleaned up, shaved, brought in. And next moment, he's prime minister. It's like, I've been in this court all. Uh, who's your number one man? Who's, if anybody asked me, I'll always be for you, Pharaoh. I'm shouting you, Pharaoh. I'm your man. I, I wasn't the other one that always voted in all the meetings. Yes. And everything you wanted, I was right there. And uh, you looked at me. And every time you asked the question, you looked at me first. And this kid arrives. Hallelujah yeah. That's why I'm speaking to the leaders of this nation. Yeah. We sit in high places and in arrogance thinking, "You're there because everybody put you there. Ah uh-uh. ah, you are there by favor yeah. and you uh, uh, Jesus. Um, this is not political. This is the Word of God. It is only so long that God will put up with it. And if we aren't prepared, if you keep on rejecting the church, rejecting the move of God, rejecting what God wants to do in this nation, He will find a teenager and propel that person and just bypass and put them in a place of authority. This old God, G U A R D, the old school, the old God that think they're in control because they they the money, they, the they the old man, they they the, the, the patriarchs. They uh, 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 Don't get arrogant on that. I'm not being disrespectful because I will always honor who's in leadership. But I'm saying the day you think you're there because you deserve to be there is the day God bypasses and says, I will put someone who's listening to me, an ear that is, has my heart. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. Teenagers stood up in the face of of the of the of the kerula you take david he would always be worshiping praising god bypasses all those that I mean there uh, all the brothers were supposed to be anointed these are the men of god these are the the, the military men and the prophet says no 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 is there someone else yeah the kid bring him here See, God knows who he needs. He'll get them into place. Daniel, in whom is a man, a spirit of excellence. God's looking for someone who has the heart of God. And I'm telling you now, these are the days. There's awakening happening. There is an awakening happening. And he's looking for those that say, I'm not going to make up excuses anymore. I'm not going to blame my bed. I'm not going to blame people. I'm not going to blame circumstances. I'm rising up and I am walking. I'm taking what's in me and I'm going to use that to move ahead. I have Christ in me and greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Mark chapter 2, again Jesus entered Capernaum after some days and was heard that he was in the house. Immediately many gathered together so that there was no longer room to receive them, not even near the door. All the front row was taken. Who's sitting in the front row today? Some people think they want to be in authority they and move from the back, move to the front. When you get to the front row then, ah, this place was full. People were sitting right there next to Jesus. And Immediately, many gathered together. There's no longer room. He preached the word to them. He preached the word to them. He preached. If you invite Jesus, you know what you're going to get. You invite me, you know what you're going to get. Not politically correct messages. You're going to get the word. Then they came to him, bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men. And when they could not come near Jesus because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken through, <laughs> can you imagine? Jesus is busy teaching, man. He's got all these people and they crowded and he's busy preaching. The next one is There's dust. What's happening? Tiles <laughs> pulled out the way. There's a whole bunch of people on the roof and they're breaking a hole straight through this man's roof. And when they had broken through, they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying. And when Jesus saw their faith, Jesus? Jesus? Now what does faith look like? Is it a glow? Something in the eyes. What are they what did he see? He has people who are not put off by the crowds. If I can't get to where I need to be, because there's too many people in the way, I will find another way Nothing is keeping me from getting to where I need to be. And in that movement, in that action, Jesus saw their faith. And he said, son, your sins are forgiven you. Some of the scribes were sitting there and reasoning in their hearts. Why does this man speak blasphemies like this? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But immediately when Jesus perceived in his verse that they reasoned thus within themselves, he said to them, why do you reason about these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven you? Or to say, arise, take up your bed and walk? Now that, that's a loaded question, you know that. Jesus never asks questions for information. Now, if you look at it just from a practical point of view, which is easier to say? Well, two sentences are exactly just as easy. Whether he said, your sins are forgiven you, or arise, take up your bed and walk. Both are said the same breath and words. But notice what he's saying here. They're dealing with the spiritual issue. And they recognize that the only one who can forgive sins is God. Now, some may argue that Jesus has that power because he's Jesus. But remember, when he came to the earth, he emptied himself of that authority. And he came in the likeness of a man, Jesus of Nazareth. You've got to understand that. And so as Jesus of a Nazareth, Oh, Jesus of Nazareth, Acts 10:38. how God anointed that man, Jesus of Nazareth, with the Holy Spirit and with power. And he went about doing good and healing all who were sick and oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. He was a man operating under authority of God. But in that authority, he would say, your sins are forgiven you. And that's what shocked the people. How? How, how, how could you do that? And Jesus said, No, I'm operating under authority. And the same way, under that authority, the moment I say something, heaven backs it up. So when I say your sins are forgiven you, which is easier, to say that or you healed? In other words, Jesus is saying it's one package. If your sins are forgiven you, you are healed. In that moment, the moment you're born again, Every sickness, every disease has been healed. The moment you're born again, every need is fully supplied. The moment you give your life to Jesus, everything you need for life and godliness has been given to you. You're blessed with every spiritual blessing. So really all you need is one word. Jesus. If. so. If someone understands the power that is released in that name, if you could see in the spirit realm, it's like dropping a nuclear bomb. You may see demons coming in, you know, all mad and crazy like, you know, these these uh, uh, zombie movies, you know, hundreds of demons just coming at you. And all you just go, Jesus Christ. They just wiped out. Can you see that? That's all he did. Your sins are forgiven you. Bam! The moment that happened, he says, which is easier, but that you may know the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. And he said to the paralytic, I say to you, arise, take your bed, go to your house. He didn't even say you healed. If your sins are forgiven. Pick up your bed. Go. Your faith activated that. And what happened? Immediately rose, took up the bed, and went out in the presence of them all. So they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, Who has ever seen anything like this? Family, that's about to happen in your life. Oh, there were a bunch of people that took that right there. Some missed it. I said, that's about to happen in your life things are about to happen when others will look at you and say we've never seen anything like that it's your turn it's your time but it's time to arise awaken take up that bed put aside the excuses you don't need another man he is already in you come on stand your feet and give jesus praise tonight give him praise give him glory I receive it, I believe it, he has given me an instruction to arise and walk. What are you going to do? That's it. Don't let anyone tell you no. Don't let anyone tell you you can't. Put that aside. You have a dream in your heart? God's told you what to do. You know where you're destined to go. You know where God wants to place you. Begin walking. Just start to walk. Look at those lepers. If we stay here, we're gonna die. If we go down to the enemy camp, they're gonna kill us anyway. If we go anywhere, we're dead. So why wait here and die? Let's go down to the enemy camp. Arise, walk. And in that walking, deliverance. Hallelujah. You believe you called into leadership? Now I'm very cautious to say politics because we don't need another politician. We need leaders that lead for the people, lead for the nation, not for self. Lead for the nation. You believe that's you? You start walking towards parliament. You start walking. Start walking in authority. Walk in your council. Walk in your ward. Start walking. And it's not, yeah, but then you got to know this person and that person. You got to pay this one and then do this. And no, forget that. You just start walking. Just start walking. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. With respect, with honor. But if you believe you're called to be the CEO, Go test out the chair. And don't do it while he's there. Amen. Just go and sit there. Just feel it out. Amen. And if he catches you, say, just, just test driving. And and if they get worried, you must understand. God blesses those who bless you. If someone aligns with that and sees it, means they have to be promoted to give you a place. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's time to rise. Walk. Lift your hands and say, Father, I receive your word. Thank you for your grace. I believe it. I receive it. I'm ready to walk. I don't need any more excuses. You're in me. And great are you that's in me. And I believe it. I rise. And I walk. I'm healed. I'm provided for. I'm supplied. Everything I need is already mine. I praise you for it. I believe it. I'm walking in it. Give Jesus praise. Amen. 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 Praise God.